Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts, especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributors. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Good morning, friends. Will you pray with me? Holy Spirit, thank you for guiding us into worship this morning. I ask that you tune our hearts, our collective heart, to your to sing your grace. I ask that you teach us how to hear you and see you moving underneath the words and the silence. Help us notice the threads of your love that weave us all together. In your name, amen. Our scripture reading today is John chapter 17, verses 20 through 26. I ask not only on behalf of these who believe, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me and I have given them so that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me. That they may become completely one so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Creator, I desire that those also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see my glory, which you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made your name known to them, and I will make it known so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. We're quite lucky that in our tradition, along with the gift of scripture, we also have the gift of stories of early friends. Many of us know of John Woolman, the Quaker who lived in colonial America in the 1700s. Woolman carried a concern about ending slavery. During his lifetime, many Quakers owned slaves, which seems so far from the, the heart of Quakerism and of being followers of Christ. Woolman saw it as his calling to go and meet with each friend who owned slaves throughout the 13 colonies. He met with them and gently nudged them in the direction of the spirit, convincing them of the dignity of each person, each slave. Woolman's work was a foundation for Quakers' involvement in the Underground Railroad and further service through organizations like AFSC. 
Recently, I've been thinking about the glory that has been given to us, the inner light that guides us into deeper communion. That same inner light has been given to every single person, even those whose actions seem so far from the heart of Quakerism or of being followers of Christ. Sometimes I think it might be a bit too easy for us to stay in homogeneous groups of socially and spiritually like-minded people. Generally speaking, we feel safer, accepted. We trust those around us. And we easily accept as our enemies those that differ from us, those that voted for a different candidate, those whose cultures are different from our own. They intimidate us. But what happens when we are called out of the comfort of our own communities? Will we follow those leadings as woman followed his? What happens when we are called to seek the light in each person, even the ones that act in ways that repulse us? That light has bound all of us together. And in many ways, I think we fight everything with everything that we have to break or dim that light. We do our best to ignore it. But in order to truly experience our oneness with God, we must also experience our oneness with one another. I recently read an article about geese and their flying habits. I think we can learn a lot about being in communion with, from these birds. As each goose flaps its wings, it creates an uplift for the birds behind it. By flying in a V formation, the whole flock adds 71% greater flying range than if the bird flew alone. Whenever a goose falls out of the formation, all of a sudden, it feels the drag and resistance of flying without its companions. The bird will often immediately get back into formation in order to take advantage of the lifting power of the bird in front of it. When the lead goose gets tired, it rotates back into the formation and another goose takes its place in the point position. It benefits the whole group. As with geese, we might find it helpful to encourage others with unique gifts, skills, and capabilities to lead us. And here's perhaps the most important lesson that we can learn from geese. The geese in formation honk from behind to encourage those in front to keep up their speed. <laughs> when we see our fellow travelers swaying from the path or growing weary, may we encourage them gently and with love. Maybe use words instead of honking at them. <laughs> <laughs> when a goose gets sick or wounded or shot down, two geese drop out of the formation and follow it down to the ground. They protect it. They stay with it until it's able to fly again or it dies. Then they fly out again in another formation to catch up with their flock. May we stay together as one as Christ stays with us even in difficult times. May we protect one another, even when we would rather be flying away. 
It is my understanding that as we stretch ourselves to deeply know and love each person, even and perhaps especially those we consider our enemies, we are getting closer to more fully knowing and loving the Spirit of God as we find ourselves in community, in formation, with those who have different beliefs and skills and gifts and experiences, we might also find ourselves flying toward the truth, forgiveness, mercy, and love beyond our understanding. How are you being called to love those that are different? What might we learn from those we consider our enemies? How do we encourage those who are swaying from the path of love?